0: You are listening to the Spacecraft Podcast. Conversations on how innovative design can transform the workplace environment. This podcast is brought to you by them, with host Dan Mosscrop. So today on Spacecraft, um, we've got uh, James Saunders from Talent Locker. Uh, We've already recorded this once, (laughs) only we didn't press record, or I didn't. We! (laughs) Um, And we've got James in because... I think there is such an interesting thing going out there in the world at the minute. You know, we're looking for staff at the moment and really struggling. And I think you know you've probably got some great insights as to what's going out there in the big old world of, of talent and 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 what we need to do to attract the right people. So tell me a
1: bit about Talent Locker. Uh, running seven years, um, focus on on workplace uh, transformation, recruitment for, for contract and and permanent. So, um, mainly consultancy led, um, workplace strategy, workplace change, workplace consultancy is the, the three key areas. So, um, so yeah, yeah, independent contingency agency.
0: Nice one. What about you? Where did you start
1: from? Where did you? How did you get into this? Well, I, studying a, a degree in politics is a natural, natural route into yeah. being a, a, of course, a, a recruiter, right? right? Um, As I was saying before, you're probably a bit too honest for politics. <laughs> Hopefully, of my candidate's going can to attest to that. Um, yeah, I just, uh, get completely bored with with doing further studies when I was twenty-one and wanted to earn some money. So yeah, it's. Um, suddenly 15 years later and three kids and one dog and one wife and uh i'm still doing it so something must be going right yeah nice so you started off with it you said yeah 10, ten years of that um and don't get me wrong you know com- computer programmers are uh, uh, intrinsic in today's uh, today's world however sometimes difficult to talk to but um it's, it's a tricky market isn't tricky. It? yeah it's, it's, it's crazy um I so, guess yeah. with that sort
0: of stuff, you've got to be right
1: up on all the new software and all what everyone's learning. And I know, and there's a new, there was a new technology every day of the week. Yeah. We doing it and what's good and what's not. But, but then I sort of fell into to, to, to workplace transformation and what that was all about. And it was a, from my perspective, more interesting because there was a, a, a real business focused management consultancy focus and and an end product with an actual mm. physical workplace that that would come out of the end of it. So, um, so yeah, we, we stick. Keep to that sort of niche and um, yeah, it's been interesting, it's been a lot of fun. So we, we know quite a few of the similar people like Neil Usher and Small.
0: Um, and I think one thing that we've sort of, we've been identifying because we started up similar sort of time to you, as in focusing, we're 18 years old now, but about the last sort of eight to 10 years we've been focusing on workplace. And I think for us, we just found it a really interesting sector. There was quite a lot of movement even back then, mm. but now it's just phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's everything's hinging on
1: it at the moment. Yeah, it is. If, you, if you haven't got the right people, you won't be able to operate and, and, and achieve your, your business goals, right? So recruitment is, is, is extremely important. There's, there's lots of opportunity for, for, for people in, you know, in, in workplace strategy. Um, and there's a lot of demand for it, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's the busiest time we've seen in five years, Better. guaranteed Better, um, Yeah, after a short hiatus in 2020 when the world was closed. Yeah, <laughs> I heard a great analogy day. I think it was in a podcast I was
0: listening to, and it was about why you have to hire A teams, basically. Mm. And the theory was, if you hire an A team, obviously you've got the very best, but there's people who get nervous and they'll hire someone that's not quite as good as them. So you hire a B team, right? Mm. But what happens with the B team is they'll hire a C team. So you've just got <laughs> this constant... It's a drain of talent going down the hill basically because everyone's a bit nervous of each other
1: <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it an interesting idea but you know without naming names obviously we, we have that we have a clients and b clients you know, mm, mm. and uh you know that the, the, they buy into us because we know what we're doing and obviously have a good relationship in, in any sort of business to business relationship and mm you send the best people to your best clients and that's not necessarily the ones that pay you the highest fees, but it's the hmm. ones that have got loyalty a good, and, loyalty and, and relationship. mutual respect. And, um, you, they know, they know what you're doing and you're an extension to their business. So, yeah. you yeah. know, you, you're, you're going to put the right people in place. Yeah. It's just the way it works, isn't it?
0: So it's, it I mean, it, as, as a, I mean, you timed it perfectly. I mean, the, your business is, must be flying at the minute. Um, but even, people like John's Lang, Cushman Wakefield, people like that, I noticed that, you know, they used to have two or three workplace strategies. Now they've got teams of
1: 30, 40 people. 60. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's, uh, whereas on a, uh, for a traditional corporate real estate consultancy, you know, transaction, lease, portfolio, surveying, et cetera, our workplace as well. Hmm. It's gone the other way around. Brokerage is always going to earn lots of money, but if no one's buying massive office blocks, and they're <laughs> looking to work, work, With what they've got, or repurposed spaces. Yeah, that's when workplace comes into for And now you're finding that what all the requirements come in, workplace look at it first, and then we look at the other ancillary services. Yeah, on a complete one eighty. Wow, which is great, you know, because human centric, right? You know, people first, not square footage. Yeah, and it's
0: amazing that that people used to say that a lot, human first. But it it really has flipped now. And I think what I've noticed as well with HR teams is I think in the past HR was almost a, as a sort of defensive mechanism for the organization and now it's switched completely. So it's all about care of people, making sure that, and I'm sure most HR people, if they're very offended, because I'm sure that their goal is always to look after
1: people, but,
0: it does feel like there's a much more nurturing service within HR now and
1: looking after the teams. 100%. And 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 workplace or workforce, you mm. know, you know the, these people need you – know, all, all the employees need a, a level of um, a protection that HR will give. But if you're not empowering your workforce to be right and providing them with the necessary tools, yeah. be it a workplace, be it a technical setup, be it whatever, these are all led from – workplace effective workplace strategy right from Yeah. The start yeah. you know even as, as granular as having a correct setup at home you know and same as your office or having the technology set up and making sure that it's it's correct and it's safe and it's usable you know yeah yeah you know, the workplace has gone from sitting in you know the, the janitor's closet or the, the the fm guy or whatever to right at the very top of 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 of, of, of executive leadership so yeah. So it's great. It's a great time to be, to be involved in it. Um, really and, I think that what we've
0: seen is, I mean, because what we do is, it's kind of like, um, use the analogy to sort of the, the Sky Cycling team in that 1% increment. The people we tend to work with are normally very good with their staff anyway, and they're looking at what these increments are that can improve things like engagement and stuff. But have you seen the, the desire for using the people that you're putting in rules is expanding across a wider surface now. So is it, is it more like you know where, where we were seeing like really top level organisations? We sort of seen that, that, that the bar hasn't dropped so much, but you know the sort of middle level mm. organisations are now also sort of considering what their workplace needs to be like.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It does, you don't need to have a you know a global portfolio of a hundred different sites. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, we're a lot of businesses now. The consultancies are always going to be there, you know, they're always going to be able to have people come in and make a, advice and, and mm. consult on what's happened. It doesn't need to be just because there's a, a, a trigger point like an office move or expansion that's required. But businesses now are, you know, um, uh, ambitious businesses, tech businesses, fast-growing startups, etc., are now hiring their own workplace consultants right. Right. direct, you know, yeah. which is something that wasn't apparent a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. But they've known if we're going to be is one one firm that we were dealing with went from you know five people to a hundred people in just over a year. Now wow. you need, and these are all like the high level tech and yeah. research base. We well, noticed a lot of that with these guys,
0: and in our building, it's quite flexible. You know, yeah, I mean, you up and down, It's absolutely. a bigger, bigger office space. But we'll get. We've always been around like ten, ten, twelve people, and obviously, as you can see today, there's not really that many people in the office because everyone's working remotely. remotely but you know, next door, all the tech companies, they'll they'll open up with two guys sitting around a desk. You think, why have they got such a big office? And then mm-hmm. the next week, is like, ah, oh, they've And they're taking a the floor the next I know, You know, I know what I mean? It's insane.
1: There was an, another business I went to see a couple of years ago, and I walked in, went up the lift and opened up. and thought, am I in the right right place? And all, <laughs> they did is, all they did is build the adverts that flick on before you do watch videos. Wow. Okay. And I thought, am I in a five-star hotel? You know, there, I said, who's that coming in? Oh, that's the masseuse. Who's that kind a dry <laughs> cleaner? Dry cleaner? Like, you know, and you go into this, like you've got 18 different types of coffee available, all freshly ground. And you had that smell of a spa, you know? Yeah, when yeah, you walk yeah. In, and I thought, you think,
0: wow. Are you seeing that more then? Are you seeing more like really amazing office spaces? You have, or
1: You have to, and then you can use it. If you get it right and it works, and it's designed well, of course, Yeah, you know, it's got all the amenities that, that are there and available. You can use it as a catalyst. You can use it as a, Uh, to to help attract talent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't need to mandate people to be in there, yeah, you know, because that's a ridiculous reason for wanting people back in the office, but you can use it and be proud of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if employees are proud of their company and proud of their workspace, you know, you've you've done, done things right. We've noticed it actually, um, TJX, we've just finished in Watford um, and it's TK Max. TK Max. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's, um, Worked with Sh- that with Shepard Robson and directly with TJX. But the whole ambition for us at that time was to create a workspace that's just really cool. Because, like, you know, we, there, there was issues about getting people back after COVID. Everywhere's got that, yeah. Um, but we noticed that if you can get maybe 50%, 60% of people back, it starts to create a bit of a buzz oh. and it's sort of, that's the tipping point. And, and that's all you need to do, just get that, just focus on that 50%, 60% and it'll flip.
1: Exactly. And 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 if you've got a workplace that, individuals employees are proud of they mm. will come and use it and mm. then you'll get people and then you'll create a buzz and that's what i think many of the when you read stories of big banks and whatever saying oh you have to come in four days three days a week everyone's got different times when they want to come in you, you can't yeah. really then mandate saying, right monday tuesday wednesday you have to come yeah. in because what's the point and then if you say oh choose what days you want to come in everyone's going to come in on different days right but yeah. if you create yeah. that culture correctly and you provide the flexibility and people are proud of it they'll naturally come back right because it's a collaboration and yeah you see that in the trade shows and the the the, what what the you know the 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 furniture providers are are making now and it's not desks anymore Mm. it's it's collaborative spaces it's mm. pods, and mm. and all these sorts of things i didn't see one desk when i went to one a couple of weeks ago just <laughs> a hundred different types of pods <laughs>
0: god it's it's funny isn't it and like do you think we've obviously heard a lot about the great resignation right and i i'm, I'm sort of a little bit nervous <laughs> to call it because it feels like a real americanism right yeah and, and, yeah, I, think yeah. It, and I think it genuinely has happened over there and I think for me, it was probably, you know, what we'd consider sort of not, not, not so much office jobs. You know, I think it was more across the board of sort of service industry and stuff like that. But have you seen anything like a great resignation happening? Mm. Is, is is it because people are getting this sort of workplace, come back to work thing completely wrong?
1: Yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah. I, I, there's a couple of reasons that, that we could look at, but I think that if you're looking just on pay, mm-hmm loyalty is not rewarded to mm-hmm. the same extent of going working for a competitor yeah um research that we found said that you get on average get a, just shy of 15 percent pay rise for moving to a new role whereas staying and getting promoted or whatever would only give you a three percent pay rise yeah so, yeah that, that's quite stark um yeah. also if if like say if the message is not right if if the you have to come in we're going to mandate you to do this you yeah. know if that's just lost and not not fed down properly people will leave you yeah, know yeah and if like i said at the start you know if they're not being provided for you know in basic things um employees reacted incredibly well when suddenly you had to go and work from home and some people had never done that before you know yeah i think I'd, i didn't think i'd really done it it was just here or there like if you had a delivery or a doctor's appointment or something like that but bang next day you know we were set up you know got a proper desk order to dual screens um zoom and teams like relatively straightforward proper chair and that you know but even now people are still working on their kitchen table on a, a you know a, a dining room chair mm. you think why hasn't your employer mm. sorted this out and if yeah surely at this point you'd be thinking, well, they don't care about me. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm going to look at what else is out there. Yeah. He has loads of jobs, you know? Yeah. yeah, You And he has lots of businesses that have pivoted correctly. Yeah. So, so
0: obviously it's great for you that there's, you know, there's, you know, it's incredibly busy at the minute. And, are people, how long are people sort of staying in their roles for because I've noticed as an employer that it sort of did drop off a bit Like or, or more like when I get CVs actually I mean una has been here for four years I think Nacho's been here for a similar amount of time um, we've been quite lucky typically with staff that they stay around for a while but when I get CVs in, it's usually two years two years two years mm. two years that seems to be
1: a, 18 months the average right is it permanent role God, yeah. that's low isn't it it is though you know contractors that have gone longer than that yeah 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 um, yeah, Why? Why are people leaving? I think there's a couple of things. You, if you see a CB and someone's jumped about, yeah. you know, you can give them. Oh, this was this was the reason for this. This is the reason for that. Twenty twenty is fine. Yeah, you get laid off, no problem at all. But people are jumping around all the time. There's no loyalty there, and then there's a aversion. You know, because mm. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, yeah, good yeah. people are not going to be continually leaving roles. Otherwise, yeah. be a yeah. contractor. Right. yeah you come in and do a project and move on to the next one yeah 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 so you know you've got to i think you've got to be be careful as an individual you know you know w- what your cv says about you for sure um and then they say talent talent shortage you might end up thinking oh, i'll take a chance on someone but you know in your gut it's going to be wrong so mm, mm. yeah it's um interesting time
0: <laughs> it's, it's certainly challenging. <laughs> I think you said you've got eighteen rules you're looking to mm. fill at
1: the moment, aren't you? All the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Strategy or change based for workplace. Wow. Uh, um, it's across about ten different clients. Um, everyone's looking for the same thing. Candidate, candidate is in control. You know. Yeah. Um, interview candidate can interview at eight different firms in a day. Yeah. At home. Yeah. Yeah. And probably and get a law office.
0: <laughs> I know we've been guilty of this in the past, and it was kind of a luxury we're allowed to have in a way. Is just taking our time over picking people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so we, we'd, we'd, we'd interview people twice. With you know, you probably expand it over a month or so. You know, really? and yeah, honestly, it was, and um, you know we're a small agency and we're always really crazy busy and stuff like that. Yeah. So I always sort of let myself off with it a little yeah. bit, but realizing now and a few of the uh, talent people we've spoken to uh, are saying you need to really act so rapidly because people are getting snapped up straight away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, only yesterday uh, uh, had a lady, um, not even in the UK interviewed by a teams with a client hmm. that afternoon said, this is what the offer's going to look like. Can you check if she's interested? Wow. You know that forty-five-minute call. Wow! And this ain't a junior role either. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's your prime example. If you want to drag someone through five stages of interviews, mm. they would have lost interest by the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, we used to do
0: two two interviews and then a meet the team interview sort of thing. So yeah, also, we'll try and get that into about
1: a week. But yeah, it is, fine um, I, admit. I think I think to get your house in order if you're looking to hire, hmm. you need to have a process and stick to it. So you yeah. can manage the expectations of a candidate, whether you're using a recruiter or uh, internal recruitment team or direct, whatever. Mm. If you say, well, look, our process is one stage here, come in and do a presentation or whatever, and then a third meet the team, that's fine. You mm. know? But you don't need to stick to your process, stick to your timeline and and, and block it out. Yeah, and probably market that out to them or advertise. That's this is what, is what is. we're going to do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fine. If yeah, you think, yeah, oh, Sally's not sure because we <laughs> need him to meet David as uh, chucking all these other stages whatever, you know, Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go on to one of the other seven things that I've got on yeah. on, the, on the book at the moment. Right. Yeah. And then you lose out. Then, then six weeks later, we can call it back. Oh, is this person still available? What do you think?
0: And so we touched on this a little bit, you know, the 15% rise for moving places, but have you noticed a massive uh, increase in, in wages exactly. as
1: well? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just natural. Uh, cost of living has gone up. Yeah. Everything's much more expensive. You know, it's a market-led economy. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's interesting because we only do workplace strategy recruitment, like I said, and all of the roles are very similar.
0: Hmm. You've
1: got one role paying 55K, and one role paying 70K, and they're looking for the same amount of experience yeah yeah to, i wonder which one they'll pick have have a <laughs> quite aggressive proposition to counteract that right? yeah you know money's not everything as i keep saying but it does go a long way especially when your mortgage gas bills going yeah. up rentals yeah. through the roof yeah you know you gotta pay for it somehow. and on when you when you're saying that money isn't everything
0: what what are the things that people are looking for obviously
1: flexibility hmm. and that's easier to say than do especially mm-hmm. on on, on global firms, you know that maybe have a um, an executive team or a, we've done it this way yeah. for a long <laughs> yeah. time. That's not how we do yeah. it. Yeah, I remember in the eighties. Okay, because <laughs> you know, your workforces were born then. Uh, yeah. uh, if. if if that if that flexibility flexibility should be there the past two years has proved to you the whole world can work from home <laughs> even traders you know stock traders and bake different screenings. Yeah, I mean, they swore blind they couldn't they could do it yeah, well yeah. you're gonna have to as is illegal now you yeah know? yeah okay well actually this works <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not the same but there's no point in having that like you say mandated need to physically be somewhere to do work right mm. um uh I've what your question was now. Going round the circle. Oh, it was
0: it was about uh, what what were the perks? The perks, sorry.
1: Uh, it, it's not necessarily a perk, it's just thing it's it's being it's being provided for correctly. You know, yeah. employees if they want something to better themselves, to then better themselves in work, then it should be provided. Yeah. And that could be as simple as an ergonomic setup at home yeah. to a course that they want to go on. Yeah. And these things will all contribute to the employee feeling rewarded, respected and empowered. We're all adults, you know, we're all going to work 40, 50 hour weeks. When Mm -hmm. we work is irrelevant. It's about the output, right? Mm. And if you've got a leadership team that can measure outputs over time spent in an office, then you're going to be fine. Mm. Unfortunately, a lot of businesses still revert to type. Yeah, yeah. struggle.
0: Are you seeing any of the organizations you're working with flipping to the four-day week thing? I know it's been
1: popularized and talked about. Yeah, why not? Give it a try, Mm. you know? Um. The the, the it, it's it's so interesting, isn't it because when as soon as you know personally as soon as this work from home setup came in, I thought, oh god, you know it's going to be hard work, and yeah, you know, kids at home and I can't focus. Best thing ever, you know. Mm. We've had another mm. baby, and you know, it's I think lockdown baby, <laughs> lockdown <laughs> baby, like a lockdown dog. I'll give you <laughs> uh, But he didn't think. Hold on a minute. He's, everyone was so hundred mile an hour work first work oh or I've got a doctor's appointment can I take time off or can I make the time up yeah 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 individuals will work when they want work. Yeah. they'll do the work they'll get it done let them have their own flexibility and time mm. then they'll do better jobs you know mm. Mm. yeah there's
0: so much evidence about happiness of course there is. And, and and productivity and it's it's funny you know it's not quite worked the way I expected and I was very nervous about you know Putting my hat in the ring and saying, "Oh, I expect the workplace to look like this in the future." Like mm. you know, every bloody conference that we've <laughs> attended, right? Everyone's got their own opinion, and and <laughs> I kind of thought there'd be a massive change in how workplace design was led. And as we're talking about, you know, the softer furnishings and But I think the big change is in mindset. I think it's about you know mental well-being and help you know general well-being. Just letting people have family time, you know what I mean, and just sort of caring about who you're working with, and just saying like, "Well, you know what, we don't have to work 80-hour weeks at our desks anymore."
1: No, it's like you say, even yeah. Before, I remember when I interviewed you. When you interview with someone, you buy into them, don't you? Mm. you think That's him, mm. my boss. What's he or she like? You mm. know, and could it could could could, could I trust them? Yes, if you got that right, then you're fine. You know, yeah. If you got a if you got a boss that is family first, end of, then you know you know that's a given, right? Mm. And then that breeds natural trust, collaboration, respect from day one. Um if you erode that, individuals will, will walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's very important. And that comes right back down to the, the human element right from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Um what what is it that's made that
0: what do you tend to hear? What are the reasons that people have for leaving jobs? Is it just yeah. boredom, frustration, or is it this opportunity for more pay?
1: I think because we're conscious. If someone wants what, when we first speak to candidates or you qualify candidates, like you know, hmm. we're looking for what money are you looking for, what's the reason for leaving? If they can't answer that, that's a red flag, right? right. Know, it, because I want more money why are you really underpaid you know we've got salary guides that we've built workplace strategy you know that can quite comfortably band people and we've got the data to back it up but um the reasons for leaving you know usually if they've been there for a while sometimes it just needs to be a change for change's sake Mm -hmm. you know if you've been at a firm for 10 years you likely have done everything you know change you're not going to be unemployable even if the next trial doesn't work out But, mm-hmm. but you, otherwise you could then suddenly you'd be there oh, I've been here 18 years now and yeah you, you think then maybe it's a bit takes a bit too long also you know f- frustration with business that's not buying into an individual in workplace transformation yeah what they've set out i'm the head of workplace transformation this is what we're going to do this is the reasons why yeah okay we we'll take it on and then just undercut and unpick bits because they're not quite happy with it you need to empower this individual you hire yeah. him or her yeah because that's their specialist area you know you wouldn't tell a lawyer what you if you've hired a lawyer don't like this bit pull this bit out mm. yeah so i think it's a lot of that and businesses that don't then invest in the trend, the, the workplace to the level that they're looking for there's yeah. other businesses that do yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, I sort of touched on
1: this when we originally talked
0: about, you know, what, if, if we're all sat working from home, which most of us are to a point, like what is the what is the thing that engages people about mm. their organisation? And I think one of the things that I've struggled to get right for us, uh, and we've been working with quite hard, is trying to get, the retain the culture that we had when you're all remote, you know, yeah. and, and getting that sort of collective thinking. Have you any seen any success stories of, of people or, you know, even like, i was just thinking even candidates that you've worked with that just said, ah, oh, you know what? I love this role that you put me in because of X, Y, Z. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. The couple there's, you know, there's a good and a bad example. One where they said the business said, yeah, we're ha- completely happy to go remote. Yeah. You know, if that's what you want to do. Um, fine. So bought a dog, moved to Cornwall. Yeah. Actually, no, we want you back in office three days a week see you later <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah compared to another one where um you know we're looking we're looking to build and renovate this house i'm going to need to spend some time working you know working from home since taking some time out to do it hmm. you know i'm looking to um do this course uh i've looked at the cost and it's fine do it it's going hmm. to better you hmm. then it's going hmm. to better us as a business yeah yeah and, it, and it's just having that you don't even need to ask like yeah uh, that makes business sense carry on.
0: Yeah. There's, there's, uh, I studied at Cranfield and Mark one of the tutors there was talking about how much you should spend on your staff, you know a lot in, in training and stuff like that. And then someone put their hand up and said, uh, "What what if I spend all this money and they leave?" And he said, "What if you what if you don't what spend do the money and they stay?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was such a good way of thinking about it. And and
1: you know, you've really got to invest. For what's, what's the most expensive um, part of running a business. Yeah. Staff. Totally. 90%. Totally. I said 90%, um, staff, 9% real estate, 1% everything else. Mm. <laughs> if you're focusing on the last two, you're certainly missing the trick. Mm. Right? You don't yeah, have any staff. You're not going to accomplish anything.
0: And Have you got any data on, you know, the sort of figures that it costs when you lose a member of staff or yeah. how much it costs to reinstate a member of staff? And I
1: think, I think, you know, uh, um, you mentioned it earlier about what if this person doesn't doesn't work out you know yeah. i've paid a fee you know what if you don't hire this person mm. you know we only we charge a fee when we find someone invoice on their start date yeah um the cost you've got to also then think of these businesses that are going through five different interviews how much time have you spent interviewing someone yeah yeah how yeah, many yeah. You, Oh, bring three people for this interview that's just one candidate you're doing it for four different candidates yeah you've lost almost two weeks worth of yeah your yeah. people's time yeah and time is money right and the the, the costs are huge you know for, for for getting someone through the door make mm-hmm. no bones about it whether you're using the paying a recruitment fee or not yeah right? yeah
0: time yeah energy yeah yeah You know, yeah
1: and, and the probation and you know competition from other other firms they could you could train them up and then if you've not looked after them or paid them accordingly, you're training the competition. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's expensive, but ultimately without good people, you're not going to be successful.
0: What, one thing
1: I mentioned to you before we started recording
0: uh, for real this time. Um, <laughs> Take three. Uh, yeah. Was as a small agency, we've got a bit of nervousness around using agents. So we're a sort of classic, place no agents at the bottom of all our sure. adverts, right? And the fear that I've got that hopefully you can reassure me about that now, and it might change the way that we approach the work. Is you know the, the fear I've got is you pay the fee to you guys, and then they leave. What happens then? You know what I mean? It's an how often does that ever happen? I mean, obviously it happens,
1: but Dad, yeah, we got a two-month free period. So if they don't, if they're not, right. Right, you know, we'll repay proportionally. Hmm. Um, how often does it happen? Because I guess you're like past. Oh, I was thinking, I got annoyed. There was one, one fell out of bed, as we call it. Um, one in four years. Right. Brilliant. me. Yeah. Brilliant. And that's because you build up a relationship with a client, you know what they look for. Yeah. And also we, you know, we don't, we don't push people into roles if they're not right. You know? Yeah. And we're very genuine. And just, uh, Here's three opportunities, for instance. You know, I think this one would probably be best, but go and see all three. Mm. You're going to have other interviews yourself, you know. Mm. If someone said, "I've got this other opportunity," and I'd say that sounds perfect. You know, go for it. Mm. Not come and do the role so I can get a fee. That respect will come back round in two years' time or whatever. When they're if they're looking again. I mean, from from our experience now as well, it seems that all the talent have gone via
0: agents. Is, that, is has that been a big, Is there been a bit of a shift for that? Because usually we used to get sort of 50% of people applying separately and then you'd have agents on the call saying, oh, I've got a perfect person. But I think now because of the talent drought and, and uh, I think just it's more acceptable to work with an agent, you know, it seems that they're
1: sort it's of who bring everyone up. It's <laughs> well, our job, isn't it? Yeah. Your job is to run a creative agency and that's not something I have any experience of that I, spend all day all week all day to day meeting people mm. you know mm. understanding about what they're looking for mm. yeah so when the right opportunity comes up i've got the answers i've got the people there that's my job right yeah yeah so at the end of the day you're not going to lose anything by hiring a recruitment consultant you're going to pay them a fee when they found the right person for you
0: yeah yeah and yeah, not
1: before. yeah you know unless you're talking about a retained search which is paying upfront. Um, yeah, you know, we don't do that. They're definitely yes, that's, right? that's for massive organisations. that's a huge, yeah. huge types yeah. of roles. But you know, is what it is. You know, I think yeah. We're, uh, t- if you're if you're working in an internal talent acquisition team for a business, you've only got one opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's the role for the company you work for. Yeah, yeah. Whereas an agent can show you, I could show you eighteen different roles right now. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. I'm, I'm coming around. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so the, you're, you're selling it well you're looking for
0: designers yeah, well, i know you can't but you, you won't be doing it I'll maybe get a workplace strategist and get trained up on indesign yeah <laughs> give us work <laughs> it's yeah, a well. good start so on the workplace strategist front you mentioned that the sort of titles are changing a little bit yeah. there's sort of a bit more you know there's more
1: further niching and stuff like that yeah um again going back to workplace not being defined by real estate square footage occupancy analysis mm. going to human people-led workplaces, then you then you can break that down again. You've got many roles now that are focused purely is employee experience, mm. and you can give that any title that you want. But you even just by the job title, you think, well, that's going to link into HR. And mm. That is workplace-related, of course, you know, mm. pushing it further up the um, importance area yeah. of, yeah. of a business. Um, you've got job titles like, you know, head of remote, you know, yeah, the yeah. that the individuals, this this person is exclusively responsible for people that want to work completely remotely and ensuring that they've got the technical setup for that and all the other bits I've mentioned, you know. And if a business has hired someone to do that, it will show you about their level of flexibility, right? The yeah, way, right? yeah. Um, also, the, going back to change management, you know, workplace change management is a job that all, the majority of those 18 jobs are change management focused you know uh, people that can come in work with all sectors of a business effective mm-hmm. stakeholder engagement mm-hmm. facilitate change design the communications and run the project project from start to finish town halls etc to get it done that that's a huge huge yeah. area you know
0: I, I imagine that the sort of change management side of
1: things become much bigger because of the situation exactly. right now yeah exactly yeah from top to bottom everything needs to be all businesses, if you're not changing, you're getting left behind, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, talking to Neil Usher, and it, as he touches on in books, the,
0: there used to be this sort of thinking of like, your workplace redevelopment was this like, thing you do every five to 10 years. You'd go in, you'd spend an absolute bloody fortune. Yep. Completely transform everything and you'd be stuck with it, you know, to a degree. Yeah. You might have a little bit of move, movement and flexibility moving the chairs around, but Neil sort of points out that it really needs to be this very agile, constant, evolving, moving feast of a you know like a, of a project that's got somebody focused on it all the time, and I think there is quite a lot of dynamic change going on right now, 100%, isn't it?
1: percent, yeah. Like the like the jobs that we've got to test to. Um, mm. it, if 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 you're not changing and you're stagnant and you're moving you're moving backwards almost, yeah. Um, and that's again, it's, it's, that's where consultants come in or consultancies because they can come in show you what other businesses have been doing and what's been successful or not successful and mm. implement said change, mm. you know, it could be as simple as working from home, working remotely, being set up to do that. And that's where these, these individuals come in and share knowledge of, mm. of what's working, right? Mm. Don't bring these people in. You're going your own way. You haven't got an idea what's happening in the outside world, mm. yet, you know. Um, um, so, the candidates
0: that you've got in at the minute are the rules that you're looking for. What what are people looking for? What they, what's a good workplace strategist? Yeah. What 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 would you look for in, in somebody when you uh, when you want to put, put them in a, so a role?
1: From for for the, the firms you mentioned, you know, it need um, you know uh, stakeholder engagement, mm-hmm. um, client facing, management consultancy experience. Yeah. And then, you know, three three, four, five, depending on the level of experience, uh decent projects that they would yeah. have delivered from, yeah. from start to finish, you know. Like I come in to execute this, um, they, business was moving from this to this, and this is where I, I was involved, you know. That's the ideal candidate, mm. right? Mm, you know. That's all all of them are looking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's none of it. You work it out, mate. <laughs> a, bit about it. He's a clone. Like I said, I just mentioned mention this earlier, there's four, two candidates, both of, of that ilk that interviewed at four different firms Wow! In two, across two weeks. Oh, so, you know, eight different interviews. And then we've got about – well, we got three of the four firms wanted to offer both. So then there's a bidding war. Yeah, yeah. Which tells you everything, doesn't it, really? Yeah,
0: God. Oh, bidding wars for stuff. <laughs> That's just what we need. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> One sort of simple question I've got is – because I, I see this being debated quite a bit, and obviously from the talent position, I can see why you'd want that. Should you put the wage on on the job title? Yes. Yeah, and yeah, Why not?
1: Why wouldn't you do it? I, 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 I've never understood. And um, <laughs> come and work for us. Guess how much? Guess how much. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel said the same thing at Workplace Trends last year. Right, back in years ago, he said he went through four, five different interviews at some firm. And then at the end, they told him a wage. And it, it was, was no like 20% near. off of what he was currently on. It was like, well, what a waste of time for me yeah. and for you. Yeah. You know, and and I really don't understand it. You know, uh, there's, this, there's this sort of um, old culture of not speaking about money and that, you know, it sort of exists, doesn't it? I
0: remember know? somewhere I worked, I got a bollocking because we'd talked yeah. about our wages. Yeah, I'm right. not meant to tell anyone you got PI, it's just like, what the? F-
1: but isn't that like- something that should be celebrated? Yeah, yeah.
0: We, we've been talking about doing like a transparent benchmarking
1: so people know exactly where they are. We'd released the, we released we one, yeah, mm-hmm. salary guide for consultancy experienced workplace strategists. Mm-hmm. And we sent it out. We've got thousands and thousands of people come back to us on it, like yeah. genuinely like clicking it and reading it, yeah, you know, and it's like, well. If you're not offering this, all your competitors are.
0: So, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: it's, it's not about us trying to make our fees slightly bigger. You know, it's, it's genuine, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand why, why, why a business would, would hide that right from the start. Yeah. If waste them, even at application stage, people looking at an advert going, "Oh well, it's obviously too low. Mm. I won't apply." Mm. I don't get it. Yeah. Every advert we put up has got a salary on it.
0: What do you what What recommendations would you have for somebody getting their 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 their, their ducks in a row? That they're looking to hire. How what what processes and stuff do you need to put in place as an organisation to make sure that you get the very best people?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, I think from a for a recruitment process, you need uh, we touched on it earlier, but to Mm, have that that step by step, clear, yeah, consistent to show. Because whenever we qualify a client that's looking to hire, mm. why are you looking to hire? Oh, we, um, we're, we're just a bit, bit busier. Well, what's the real? Because I'm going to waste my time mm. looking for mm. someone if you're then not going to offer yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's loads of catfishing, you know, all they want to interview to find out what their competitors are doing, you know. Mm. If you genuinely got a reason to hire, set it out, and structure it, you know, do your research on what salaries you should be offering and then put a and then increase it. Mm-hmm. If you interview someone and you like them, move quickly, mm-hmm. yeah, because they'll get they'll go somewhere else. And then when it gets down to the offer stage, offer them what they want.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard that before, actually, again, at Cranfield. And typically what we try and do is offer just a little bit more than what they wanted. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's a very, very cost-effective way of getting the right person. How much does it cost? Because exactly. even we've found when, when we do that, they go back and get a counter offer, yeah. but they're like, "Well, you didn't offer me that in the first place." Or especially if they're moving from an organization where they've been begging for pay rights for years, and and no one's given it. And like then, back to the loyalty thing, right? Yeah,
1: and um, they, then they resign. and yeah. then they get the counter offer. I'll tell yeah. you where you can send that counter offer. <laughs> exactly. You know, even yeah. if it was more than what my current off, new offer is, I'd say we. Yeah, there's a couple of times where people have accepted counter offers, and I've said, "Okay, no." Like, like good luck how long did that last for you know is it, six months really and they're gone again yeah. I said I yeah. I'll put a note in my diary I'll give you a call <laughs> yeah. three to six months because if, if it hasn't changed even by by you leaving it ain't gonna change yeah you yeah, know? yeah. You know, you, you'd be foolish to think that and even an absolutely mega one it did accept the counter offer that I had which was galling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong but I wish it well you know and see what happens I'll, I'll be back in touch. Um, but yeah, you're totally right. I've got other clients that, yeah, this person's offered, wants 60K. We'll offer them 60K. Hmm. Don't turn around and go, hmm, would they accept 55? You're already
0: putting them off, yeah. putting
1: them off and breaking that trust. Yeah. From before you yeah. even, even sign the contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much yeah. it
1: cost to hire someone? we just spoke about that. You know, time, cost, recruitment fees. Employer contributions
0: for everything. What sort of figures? That I don't think we touched on it. I mean, we we sort of talked around it. We're looking at like twenty. Gr- no, I'm, I just mean sort of the cost in time and everything. You know, what sort of? Yeah. About twenty grand is it?
1: I don't know. It's 15? Difficult, but if you if you if you were to sit there and work it all out, you know, mm. with especially time taken mm. away. You usually you, know. got two or
0: three directors working on you know who who to hire you know the doing the interview processes
1: you know even at cost of advertising you know mm. cost you about 500 quid a go at least just to put an advert out mm. and by the way we probably filled 25% of our roles from adverts before 2020 right now it's less than 5% and do bother advertising
0: really god yeah we we as i say we we're looking at the minute and I don't think we've really had anywhere near the normal amount of r- responses no,
1: on adverts, it's, and that's it. We've got obviously a, a database we've built up of a, around about two thousand workplace candidates or so in yeah. total. And even when we sent it, we sent out a monthly mailer, you know, for new new types of roles. Don't even any response on that really. So it's it's interesting, and that skill shortage that they touched on earlier. You know, businesses have to be open to hiring people from further afield you know mm-hmm. you, you got a two-year wait or delay from covid of, mm. new people coming into the market you've got brexit putting restrictions on people working from abroad mm-hmm. you've got the cost of visas and sponsorship and all of that mm. where are you going to turn to for new people mm. you know if you're cutting off these sort of angles to and uh, too inexperienced based abroad okay mm. <laughs> Yeah, we thought there'd
0: be a bit more globalization. As in, we've got a, a member of staff, Nacho who was based in Argentina and now in Barcelona, and he's sort of designed director for the team. Um, and that works really well. I think more down to him being brilliant at managing to sort of engage people well through Zoom and stuff like that. But I kind of thought we'd see a lot more of that happening, where not so much from a price point, but the fact that you can get talent anywhere, and because Zoom and everything's so acceptable. I guess with workplace strategy, a lot of that's got, you've got to be on the ground and on the yeah, site. But but
1: you know, yes, yes and no. But again, like in any industry, the past two years have shown you hmm. that you can get a job done without actually physically being there. Mm-hmm. You know, even even in a, for a build. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course, at some point you're going to have to be there. But you know, there's, there's there's lots of talented people in Ireland, and there's still still a reluctancy and hesitancy even from Ireland, you know, hmm. well, Forty-five minute flight across? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a mental bot though, isn't there? I we're, think there is, there yeah. is, yeah. I, really, I mean, we, we've... Disappointed. It's
0: completely transformed the way I think, because Natra's been successful higher, and we're much more flexible about it, but I think I'd probably have had that sort of fixed... I know when we, we actually hired him, there's a couple of mentions of people going, but we he's not here, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... Well,
1: he must be, he's yeah. probably not working. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's probably sitting on the beach in Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> Think so. <laughs> yeah. My my neighbour runs a, runs his own gardening business. Yeah, and he's just hired someone from somewhere in South America to be his quantity surveyor. No way. And he's really? got he's got a garden shed that he works from. Yeah, like it, yeah, it's his acid office. Yeah, it's just a ten four, four or five person building company. He's got a guy out there who logs on and does all of the drawings and stuff. Wow. Sends them to him before he starts at nine o'clock no way well it works it great works for both parties right that's one thing that we loved is that you can send a
0: brief over and it's done by the next morning and you're getting up and you're like ah, perfect yeah. send out now wicked that works yeah. yeah
1: he's not here so he can't be working <laughs> <laughs> so
0: one thing you, one thing you sort of touched on when we originally talked was about how the importance of getting
1: feedback yeah do
0: you want to expand on that a little yeah more?
1: just um I don't know, if we, we always provide feedback to candidates. And if a client's not doing it, yeah. it's a major red flag. You know, we'll probably stop working with said client.
0: Really? Wow, yeah. that
1: important. Wow. Of course. Yeah. Because if if you're not right for the role, just say, and the reasons why. Mm. You know, if you you're cultural fit, um, you know, uh, it could be anything. Mm. You know, But you have to come back with something and just mm. hide, you know. Mm. 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 Yeah. If someone's not right for the role, tell them why they're not right for the role. They can then improve yeah and and then we'll it, it, it helps us even more yeah we'll look to make sure the next person has got that experience or is a slightly different type of fit yeah you know yeah. But if we just put your fingers in your ears you know you're not improving as a business and your perception you know because people talk is that is that the, the you know it's it's just so easy it's mm. so easy you interview someone for an hour or whatever decide that they're not right even send an email just mm-hmm. say because then people are hanging on going, well, first of all, even if they turn around and do offer me, I'm not interested because they didn't come back to me for two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It all goes back to that set your stall out. If you're going to hire someone, you're going to need two weeks of dedicated, focused time on <laughs> interview, mm-hmm. second interview, offer, reasons for feedback for the other people. As long as you provided that, you'll get the right person you want. Everyone else has a good opinion of you. Yeah. And you yeah. completed
0: it. Otherwise, you just wasting yeah. your own time. You know what? I think. I've I've learned loads today. Actually, it's been really interesting. I think that one of the things for me is you know we've de- definitely been guilty of, of a lot of errors in hiring, <laughs> and I think that the, the problem is I think is especially as a smaller organisation you sort of try to do it as as a sideline thing, like, like yeah. when you find time around it. And and I kind of forget. And what you've helped me reframe is how just how important it is getting the right people, and how much we actually need to focus on that as a priority rather than. A secondary thing that we just try
1: to fill you know totally totally because you're we're guilty of it yeah yeah we're, we're, <laughs> for your own stuff yeah yeah we've we got uh, a guy mark in our office who's, who, who does all of the candidate sourcing for all the yeah. different roles and we wanted to hire a resourcer to work with him you know and we put an advert out and stuff but we haven't actively looked at to Get that button because we're so busy filling the jobs. The, we won't get a fee for that one, will we? You know, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, the cobbler's shoes thing, isn't say, it? Yeah, I, said,
1: I think I said the other day, I said, Right, just stop, spend all day Friday looking for your number two, yeah, yeah, and then when you've got it, half your work's done, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's simple, isn't it, really? But, um, yeah, take, take your time yeah, because it's important, and also if you're distracted. When you're interviewing people, because you've got trying to do all these things at once, yeah, yeah, they're you know, going to see that they're not buying into me, you know, yeah. even even to that level. And then ultimately, you then lost your time, haven't hired someone, you're back at square one. Yeah, yeah,
0: mate. I thought it was really fascinating. I think you've given a real good insight into what's going on out there. That's great. And Absolutely. the challenges there. So what's the, what's the plans for Talent Locker? Obviously, you've come down to London a bit, but.
1: Yeah, um, is, is it expansion, international? What's yeah. the plan? We, we, we've, um, we've placed people all throughout Europe and in, and in New York. I think it's important to not bite off too much, you know, mm-hmm. um, because there's a, you know, there's a, uh, and a certain amount of time in the day. Right. right? Uh, but to be honest, having done recruitment for so long, you, you can't cherry pick you just need to get do one thing do it well right yeah you know yeah. And, and and our area is busy enough in, in, just in london as yeah, i said yeah so we'll continue to do that we're, we're we're just like yourself struggling to find people or maybe not spending enough time ourselves looking for the people to help us grow um <laughs> uh and yeah just carried on it's, it's fun it's, cool. it's good it's... so is there any talent out
0: there that you're you're looking to find rules for how did they get in touch?
1: um LinkedIn, our website, um, uh, meet, meet me. Um, uh, like I let's say I'll come to you because <laughs> there's, there's lots, there's lots of roles that we can talk about. Um, I'll, uh, I'll send you across all the, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll put all the information in there in, in the bio as yeah. well. All in yeah. different conferences. We go to them all. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. We've got Cornet in Amsterdam in September. Oh yeah. I think I was going to go to that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. is yeah. yeah.
1: it a good one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never been.
1: It's epic. Uh, and hopefully we'll be speaking at that one as well. Great, we spoke with workplace trends and, and work tech and, and and all of the others. So, uh, normally nice. there,
0: James. Thank you so much. Good man. It was a really good interview. Thank you very much. Pleasure, Dan. I yeah.
1: See you soon.
0: You've been listening to the Spacecraft Podcast: Conversations on how innovative design can transform the workplace environment. This podcast was brought to you by Them, with host Dan Muscrop.